Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the 4K Lowdown Presents by the Numbers. This is episode eight, where we talk about newer releases, spoiler-free reviews, watch the turds if we need to, <laughs> to keep you from having to do it. My name is David. I am your host, and my co-host is... Uh, Twitterfan77, a.k.a. Rich. How you doing, Rich, man? matching today, bro. Yeah, we are. I noticed that earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, we didn't plan that, but that's awesome. No, we did not. But yeah, man, no, I'm I'm feeling like I chased a fart through a knothole. But other than that, I am here. We're doing the show because you know I, I love talking on. about movies. So, um, so how are you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty good, man. Doing actually good. pretty good. Um, glad right. you you were still able to do the show. Um, yep. Glad we could still get an episode out this week, even though we knew night. Yeah. New night, and we we may switch this a little more permanently because um you know something's happening with spirits with spirits, and it's going to be moving to Sundays, in mid March, so, you know, might be I like might the Wednesday be, time slot. I think I think Wednesday kind of works, and we yeah. can go an hour earlier. We don't have to worry about crossing mm-hmm. our buddies over at Geeks and Flicks. Yeah, and, uh, I, that's one of the big things too. And that's I one of the big things too. I, I want to be able to watch theirs, mm-hmm. and then still yeah. be able to do ours at a decent time. Um, so yeah, but we've already got a couple of guys on. On we got Harrison that jumped on. Oh, thanks. What's that's up, Harrison? Thank purpose. you so much for joining in. Spicy 4K action is in the house. Oh. What's up, my friend? And Tony, our buddy over at Basement Blues, is in. How Tony, thank you so much for joining in. So we've got an interesting group of movies today. And then, oh, we got the Huckster is in the house. What's up, Huckster? Um, Yeah, we've got an interesting group of movies. And yeah, so I I changed the thumbnail. Hope you guys saw that. Mm -hmm. I changed the intro. I don't know what you guys think about the intro, but definitely leave us a note in the comments and let me know what you think of that. Um, I figured, hey, let's, you know, start experimenting so i'm messing around yeah. with some, with some settings and some things and and my software and you know seeing how it looks so if you guys like it don't like it um i'd like to hear about it so you know let us know but speaking of experimenting um if already i already got experiment, a lot experiment with a new movie podcast where should i go you know what i was going to ask you about that have you heard about anchor i, I have not tell me about it anchor is an amazing um podcast service that actually sponsors you. They take the audio portion of like the live stream that we have now and they put it on podcast services like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And right now, the 4K Lowdown is on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. So a um, lot of fun. And Anchor mm-hmm. sponsors you and gets you more sponsors as you get more of a, a listening audience. So you guys... If you have a chance, check out Anchor if you have a podcast or a live stream that you guys run, and they'll set you guys up for free. Yeah. Um, and then also, while you're there, go over to Spotify, hit follow on the 4K Lowdown, and give us a listen. The more plays we get, the more popular we get, the more sponsors we get, and um, we would oh, gladly for, for our show. I listen to our show, so um, Me too. go listen to it. it it's a great – it's an hour – a little over an hour, right? I forget how long we go. We but, go, we go hour, hour and a half. We try to, we try to cut it down yeah. as much as we can, but sometimes we get to talking. But that's fun. It's great for a car ride, if you're going to work, commuting, 
So just give it a listen, guys, and uh, subscribe too. Awesome. Yeah, definitely hit that like button for us. Subscribe to both of our channels, which are it's in the comments. Um, you can subscribe to Turner Fan either here or on Instagram. Um, preferably also, both. Yeah, preferably both. So we got Tony likes the intro. Thanks, Thank you Tony. so much, Tony. Huck even says the intro is fun. The dancing letters are quite amusing. <laughs> Thanks so much. Something for me to listen to on my drive to work. Yes, please. Yes. Um, I I unfortunately telecommute, so I, I work from home, but I still listen to the podcast. Yeah. Um. Here here at my desk while I'm you know doing stuff I with it on the way to work. Yeah, that's awesome. I really appreciate that, bro. And you know. It's actually, you know, might be even better. You don't have to look at our faces. You can just listen yeah, to our voices. Yeah, because we've got faces for radio. Radio. Um, yeah. But, all right. That's cool. I really appreciate the positive feedback, you guys. So, but let's get rolling. So, we, we picked out five movies. We and did. we We don't know how these movies are going to be as a general rule. We just, like, here are the five that we want to look at, review. Sometimes we get some bangers sometimes we get some clunkers at her some yeah some of them hurt um i i gotta say i had one that kind of hurt this this mm, time too. um but so this week and hopefully you saw that in the in the thumbnail we're gonna look at babylon uh we're gonna look at emancipation on apple tv plus starring will smith of course babylon going back is starring just about everybody and their dog <laughs> right it's got the, the the biggest cast i'm like i'm sitting there going is that eric roberts eric roberts is in this movie mm-hmm. um and then there's something wrong with the children which i have a title change i want to make to that one um viking wolf mm-hmm. um which is on netflix right now and it's kind of a, a norwegian scandinavian type werewolf movie and then Lou, which is also on Netflix, and this is Allison Janney as mm-hmm. like a former CIA person that kind of helps a woman in a in a sleeping with the enemy type of deal. So I don't know. What'd you what'd you think about our group this week as a whole? I enjoyed four out of the five. Yeah. Um one, I was like, what the hell? Uh, I was yeah. like yeah. And, and, and even even the fifth one, there were parts that I liked, but I don't know. Um, it just, yeah. Are we talking um, about the same movie? I think we're probably talking about the same movie. Um, so Spicy's only seen Babylon out of those five movies. What'd you think of it, bud? What'd you think of Babylon there, Spicy? There was... Um, so, so with Babylon, I don't know if you want to start with that one, but with Babylon, with we're talking about. Let's, let's start with Babylon. So let's let's bring let's bring up Babylon and let's talk about it because um, Babylon, or as I want to call it, I want to change the title of this one too. I'm going to call it the pornographic Fablemans. Yes, <laughs> and um, there was there was a lot of debauchery in this. I'm just I'm just going to say okay. And I, What'd you think of the poo scene? I thought you would love that poo scene. Okay, so here's the thing. This was not the poo scene that I thought you were going to give me. Um, so yeah, Spicy says liked it a lot, really long, but the soundtrack is fantastic. I absolutely agree. That is my favorite part of this movie 
is the music here. Yeah, it was a great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Um, and I think it's nominated for like for like original score or sound editing oh or something like that. And I I absolutely deserving of it. But I really liked this movie. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. It's it's a little too long. I I, I gotta say, I really need to and Tony needs to watch Babylon. I I do recommend you watch this. But watch it it's, in chunks. It's yeah, it's one of those where you can pause and and walk away for a little bit, make it's a sandwich, shower. take a nap, come back the next day and finish the movie because it's it's over three hours. It's three hours and eight minutes, and um, and it feels but like free. I said, it's it's got the cast of a lifetime in this. I mean, you're just you're just looking at a, a few of them on you know on the poster there but i mean there's there's cameos there's you know even going down to toby mcguire and like i said eric roberts is in it you got you know but it's mainly focused on margot robbie's character and um um calva i can't remember his first name just what i think i'm over margot robbie Dude, she pulls she, something like this and yes. you're like okay Man, there's I was gonna say it. There's that scene where she's just her first scene in the movie when she's mm. standing on that bar. Oh my gosh, I, I was like, Oh my, this, this lady is awesome! You know, not only is she beautiful, but she can act, yeah. So, yeah, oh, Harrison actually refuses to watch Babylon, he's boycotting it. Seems to be an insult to old Hollywood, but I am also a bit of a prude, so I'm not a fan of this kind of film anyway. You know what? Um. I, I see your point, Harrison. There's some there's some stuff in here that's tough for me to watch. I think I, the first half hour, most of it's that debauchery is in that first half hour. I yeah. think they could cut that whole half hour out. And it, and it would not take anything away from the movie, I think. Yeah. I I agree with that. I think, like I said, this is, you know, I think this is about a half hour, 45 minutes too long for me. If they could have cut it down to maybe two fifteen, and I would have been I would have been just as happy with it, because they you know they carried out scenes a little bit too long. Yep. And like yeah, the whole thing in the beginning it was like the Great Gatsby. It was was, was a Boy Scout troop meeting compared to this, and I yeah I just I was like, do I need all this? No. Mm-hmm. Do, do we need to you know basically start the party and give the whole thing with Margot Robbie to kind of get the character development going? Sure, but that's all you needed. Introduce uh, that one kid or that one dude. Yeah, you gotta get you know because he's gonna be one of the main the main guys in there too. And then of course there's Brad Pitt, who's like you know the King Dingling guy mm-hmm. in the in the movie. And you know, but I dug it. I I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I did too. But yeah, I think if I were to watch this again, I'd probably skip that whole beginning scene. Yeah, that whole that whole first part, I I just I just skip over that altogether and just watch the story behind it, mm-hmm. because that was because that was pretty cool and it's kind of all about how how Hollywood transitioned from silent films to talkies, and then what happened to the stars. I mean, really, uh, you know, a rags to riches to rags thing going on yeah. with a lot of these guys in the movie. Um, um, and it's just, you know, there was, there was some really funny parts and I, yeah, I, 
I did enjoy the poo scene. Like I said, it was not what I expected. <laughs> it was definitely a lot more poo than I expected. A lot. Um, but when I started watching it and you're telling me like, oh, poo scene in the beginning, you're going to love it. And I was like, as soon as I saw what was going on, I was like, oh, shit. And you know, pun intended. Um, and then, oh my God, it was like, oh, but it was just, it, it was funny. And then, and there were parts in the movie that were funny. There were parts that were, that made me kind of want to turn away from the, from the TV mm-hmm. because I, I, you know, they went a little bit too far and like the whole thing with Toby Maguire and stuff. I didn't think that needed to be in there either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. The elephant scene. Yeah. Um, you know, we we were trying not to talk about the elephant in the room, but there's an elephant in the room. Yeah. But yeah, so you got you got this you got this party scene, and there's all this stuff going on. And I got to tell you, the music in this is amazing. Yeah, it's just I'm picky uh, about soundtrack. When we me too. Movies. And this one was, did really really well. Yeah, it was fantastic. So, <laughs> so so this movie had a budget of 110 million. And um, only made sixty one point eight million in the box office. It has to do with the length. Uh, yeah, it has to be a big I, factor. I, I think that's. I think that has everything to do with it. I think the length yeah. of the movie, um, uh, is as a big factor in like, mm-hmm. oh crap, it it doesn't say Marvel on it. I'm not going to sit for three hours yeah. and watch this movie. And I I agree to a point. I don't, I think this would have been fun in the theater. I think just with the whole cinematography and the spectacle mm-hmm. of it, I think it would have been worth it to see in the theater, but I'm kind of glad I didn't because of the length. Yeah. I almost but, thought that's like, nah. Yeah. I don't even know who directed it. Let's see. And Brad Pitt was good in this too. I like Brad Pitt's character in this. Me too. Um, it was really interesting, and um, just kind of watching his story, even though he wasn't technically one of the main guys, which kind of surprised me. You know, with his um, yeah, I, I thought the movie was going to be about him. I did too, and Margot Robbie. What are you drinking tonight, man? What am I drinking tonight? Well, actually, I haven't opened it yet, but I'm about to. Um, Diego Calva is the main guy. That's who I was trying to find his first name. Um, the assistant? Yeah, the assistant. So I am drinking uh, Arizona black and white tea. Oh, nice. Is really my favorite out of the Arizona teas, and I have trouble finding it over here in California. So, okay. you order on Amazon or anything? No, actually, well, I went to ordering stuff on Amazon, especially par- like beverages and stuff, is expensive. Oh, is it? I've never, I've never yeah. done it, so I was just curious. Oh man, it's like crazy. So, um, so yeah, 
Damien Chazelle directed this. And yeah, he did La La Land, Whiplash, First Man, and 10 Cloverfield Lane were some, some of his. Oh, wow. I didn't know he did 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. I just was going to watch that. I'm sorry. Probably, I was probably writing. Let me double check. Yeah, he directed First Man, La La Land, and Whiplash. So, um, so he's done he's done some pretty good work. Yeah. So yeah, good good call there, Harrison. I really like Whiplash. I've still yet to see La La Land. I'm yeah, I'm okay without that one. Um, <laughs> Wait till we get to L's, buddy. Oh. Uh, or or W's, you're gonna you're gonna punish me with either mm-hmm. one of those letters. Um, but that's okay. So, looking at looking at our scores for Babylon, of course, we were both at a ten for the cast. That I that cast deserves yeah. a twenty. Um, for your your tens were with the cast acting ending story and cinematography. Yeah. My tens were with the cast, the cinematography and the music. Yeah. Um, but I think all in all really, really good stuff. This, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, like I said, because of the length, I don't know if I'd watch it again. Yeah. If I do. Yeah. yeah. I would skip some stuff. I think I want this in my collection. Yeah, but I do I'm not gonna pay, you know, thirty dollars 4K. Yeah, Absolutely. no, I'll, I'll wait till it goes down to like 17, yeah. 17, 18 bucks. But mm-hmm. I will get the 4K because yeah, if I can too. get that, that music in, he really wants the poo scene in 4K. That's what he's trying. Oh, to that's do. what I want. He wants. The I want scene. that. I want that steaming pile <laughs> on my sixty-five inch screen. I can't wait for that. I might pay full <laughs> price for that, but. Uh, no, so IMDb gave this movie a 7.3, but Rotten Tomatoes actually shit on it. They gave it a no pun intended, they <laughs> gave it a, a 56% critic score and a 52% audience score. Oh, wow! So I was actually like, huh, that was that's kind of odd. Um, now as far as our scores go, you actually gave it a 92. I liked it. Yeah. And I gave it an 87. So our total average score for Babylon is an 89.5. And I think that's a great score. It is. That's a really good score. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw one other point out. We'll put the poster back up. 89.5. Um, we definitely think this is worth a watch. Yes. I am going to throw a special nod to Lee Jun Lee who um, plays the Asian lady in this movie. I think her performance in here is spectacular. Yes. And I just want to throw one picture up because I was like, yeah, I really I really liked her in this yeah. movie. She was amazing. She and she didn't have much of a role, but she's, she's she, kind of sprinkled. She's sprinkled she, all throughout the movie. She made the most of what she got. Exactly. She's very, um, very underrated. In the mm-hmm. movie, and I, I really, I wouldn't yeah. have been, I wouldn't have been disappointed if she got a supporting actress knob. Which I, yes. I, mean, I ain't gonna lie, I think she, after seeing this, she should have. 
Yeah, she was she was really good. And like I said, she was she was she had kind of a pivotal role in the entire movie. She was involved in just about everything. And everybody everybody respected her and yeah. feared her a little bit. But it was just really weird because you see her like she's all the way through the movie, but she's in like little pieces here and there. But yeah. I don't know. She commanded it. She commanded my attention when she showed up and did that first thing. And I was like, who is my that? favorite scene with her is it's not a very pivotal scene at all. Yeah. It's when she's in the dry cleaners. It was a dry cleaners. Right. And somebody recognized her, and she signed the photo. Oh, right. Well, I think her family owns a laundry or something like yeah. that. Yes. And it was, you know, it was like, and it, it's not really much of a spoiler, you guys, because it's it's not really a pivotal part of the movie. It's just this scene kind of to establish her. Yeah, and I like that. Where the, the customer is complaining and having a problem and and they're like, she, she just comes down and like yeah, stops everything. And he's like, aren't you? And she goes, yeah. And then she signs an autograph picture and everything's fine. And everything's correct. And everything's yeah righted because of it so i i i yeah i dug that scene i completely agree me with too. that me too again guys yeah. if you have um yeah. spicy's like oh yeah the singer yeah but if you guys have three hours to kill it's on paramount plus give it a watch and maybe watch the first five minutes fast forward 20 minutes and get past the I was going to say, yeah, maybe a little bit longer. So get, you know, get through that first scene. Yeah. And then once the party gets started, kind of get a little, you kind of establish what's going on. And then, and then, yeah, you could probably fast forward through most of that. Yeah. Maybe it's 20 minutes if that. Yeah. Um, But it's just, yeah, it's just a lot of, a lot of drugs and sex and crap and junk and stuff that, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't, I don't like movies that glorify drug use and this kind of did at the beginning. But you know, it kind of it kind of stopped and went more like, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to say more like blonde, but it it kind of went more like blonde in the way that Margot Robbie's character developed. Yeah, Margot Robbie's fantastic in this. Yeah, she's great. She did an amazing job. Definitely check it out on Paramount Plus. When does the yep. physical release come out? That's a very good question. Is it next week? So I know there's a steel. I think it's I think it's pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, twenty first. So. Oh, so a couple more weeks. So a couple more weeks, three more weeks. I think they want a lot for that steel book too. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's like forty something, right? Yeah, something like that. I'm like no. Yeah, no, I'm like, eh, no, I'm fine. So what's next up, my friend? Can we get the shit, the pile of shit out of the way? Let's do that. Let's do that. I agree with that. Um. Oh, yeah. So mid to late March, Spicy says it's $38.99. Says, yeah, it was about 40 bucks. Yeah, that's um, too much. I'm like. Well, yeah, but I think steelbooks are going for that now. I'm like, what happened to the, you know, 34. the 34.99 and, you know, yeah. I don't know. I guess they're, you know, 
I don't need all the cards and crap in it to make it more expensive. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but thanks, Spicy, for putting that up. Yeah, we appreciate all right. it. Oh yeah, let's 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 grab, you know, the other elephant in the room. There's something wrong with this movie. There's there's something wrong with this movie. That's the name I want to change it to. There's something wrong with this movie. Um, yeah. it, it it's called There's Something Wrong with the Children. I had higher hopes as it was a blow. A Bloomhouse production, and I, and I did like the trailer. I was I, I was too. interested in the trailer. I that's why I suggested it. Un, unfortunately, the trailer was the best part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was not um, good. Uh, gosh, I and I and I think I even I even kind of liked how it started. I don't I don't know what it was about this movie, but like it was trying to do be too many different types of horror movie. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it really didn't need to do that. It it was it, trying it was trying to be psychological horror, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm kind of buying that. And then it pulls a complete 180, and you know, and I'm like, okay, is it paranormal? Is it a monster movie? I don't understand what's going on. Is it a possession film? Is it? I you know, the the whole second half of the movie is like they did they had no idea what they were doing. Yeah, they were throwing shit in the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, so. they were just they were just spaghettiing it. It was just, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But I mean, there I mean there were things that I was like, okay, oh, okay, I kind of dug that, and then they would completely change. It would completely go off of it and yeah. do something else. And I don't know, but the gosh, the worst part about this one for me was the ending. Oh yeah. Like, I, that's I, lazy. I hate. Yeah, you just you just gave up mm-hmm. on the ending. Yeah, this, and I was just like, really? You got? I mean, come on. I'm glad I only paid seven ninety nine for this. Yeah, I'm glad you were the one that had to pay for it. Yeah. I did. I was like, man, I om- I almost was gonna buy this on physical, and I'm so glad you got it because now I'm <laughs> right. Uh, because I I like Blumhouse. I'm. I do too. For the most part, I like all this I'm a stuff. Fan. And like I said, the you know, the trailer for the movie, I, I think I gave it an eight. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I gave yeah, it we eight. both gave it an eight. Yeah. And yeah, that's the highest score we gave the movie. Other than that, there's nothing higher than a six. Yeah. Um and I expected I, more from the guy that played Matt Saracen in Friday Night Lights. I like him as an actor, but oh my goodness, in this he was terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think the acting was very good at all. I mean, I still, we still both gave it a six, but I think the the best actors in the movie were probably the kids. I agree. That's why I gave it a six. Yeah, they were creepy. You, yeah, the kids were creepy, and yeah. I was just like, you know. And it was, you know, just to give you an idea, I, I, I dug how creepy the kids were and I, I liked how it was going, but then, yeah, they just get completely pulled to 180 and went somewhere else. And I was like, what happened? Yeah. What, you know, why is it, you know, why is it now this type of horror movie? And then they just gave up on that too fast and went to something else. Mm-hmm. And it was, I don't know. It was yeah, like, I yeah. Avoid this one. Do not watch it. 
Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to call it a complete turd, but I, I won't recommend it. It's yeah, not. I if, there, if there it shows were, up on Netflix for free or any of the streaming services you guys pay for, watch yeah. it. Then don't go yeah. out of your way to buy it. Don't go out of your way to pay for it on Vudu or yeah. or buy the physical copy. But yeah, it's yeah. This is one of those ones where, yeah, if you've got a free service and it's on there, sure. Yeah, and you're, you know you're you're hard up for a horror movie. Check it out. Um, if you're hard up for a horror movie and you need you to rent something, go get. Um, I was like, TV. go get. I was like, go get sick on on Peacock. Oh yeah, that or subscribe that money you're gonna rent. There's Shutter. There's uh, what's Spirits of Spirits on? Um, oh, Spirits of Spirits is on Scare Network TV. Scare Network TV. Spend five bucks there. Go there. And get all kinds. Yeah, of and you get the classic shit. horror movies: Night of the Living Dead, Dementia mm-hmm. Thirteen, thrillers, true crime, paranormal documentaries. It's a it's a great mm-hmm. service. Yeah, do that instead of renting this. So yeah, scarednetwork.tv, and um, you can you can subscribe to it, and um, yeah. the Spirits with Spirits podcast, which is a I host that, um, where we talk about paranormal and we drink alcohol. That shit can get uh, freaky sometimes, man. Oh, yeah. We get get crazy. Like that time I popped in the chat and my name was said. Yeah, your name was said like four or five times during the show. Um, So, so Spicy, I think you're talking about there's something wrong with the children. This is right now watchable on Vudu. And you can also rent it on Amazon Prime for $6.99. But... I would say no, just wait for a, like a free streaming service, like a streaming service that you have to offer it for free, which I think will happen soon. Yeah. Um, I might end up on free on Voodoo because they have them free movies. Yeah. Yeah. I might do like a free with ads or something like that. Mm-hmm. So what did uh, IMDb yeah. give it? Oh, IMDb. This is this is interesting. IMDb gave this a four point nine. Um, Rotten Tomatoes critic score sixty one percent. What? Yeah. No. Audience score twenty three percent. Okay, that's more. About, that's <laughs> that, that. That's more. That's more like it, right? Mm-hmm. So a- after all that, um, when we reviewed it, you gave it a fifty six. I gave it a 52. So total average score of 54. That's about right. And yes, I would recommend Sick over this. Well, Sick is a nice little slasher movie, man. I, I thought I thought Sick I thought Sick was kind of cool in its own right. I mean, mm-hmm. the story is really simple and it didn't you know, it it was pretty predictable, but I like I like how kill. they used the C word. Yeah. Um, yeah. In that this is the plot device. But yeah, and because that that hasn't happened, Mm-mm. and I'm like, it's right there, it's ripe for the picking. But people are so worried about, yeah, they don't want to watch a movie that's based on that. Go watch it though; it's a nice little slasher movie. Yeah, very scream esque, but still fun. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's move on. What do we have? We got the turd out of the way. We got the yeah, we got that one out of the way. So let's and 
we're on we're on the horror movies, so let's let's go ahead and talk about Viking Wolf. I you know what I am glad you recommended this because I enjoyed this movie. I didn't think I was going to. Um, I'm glad you picked it because I ended up liking it. Yeah, me too. And it's really funny. And you know, getting back to Spirits of Spirits, so we were you know on the Spirits of Spirits podcast, we talk about cryptids. And we're talking about haunted locations, and then we and then the alternating week we talk about cryptids. We talked about cryptids, and we talked about something called the adlet. And the adlet is like a half man, half dog, kind of like a werewolf type of thing that went to Scandinavia because it was like in a in Alaska and Greenland area, and then was was sent on a boat to Scandinavia, and in Scandinavia it, you know, kind of mated with the people in that region and became werewolves down there. And that's kind of how the whole, the, the whole legend of the werewolf is supposedly how it started is with the Adlet. Mm-hmm. That's what this movie reminded me of. Yeah. When I watched it, the whole legend of it and the way that they did it, I was like, Oh crap, this reminds me of that thing that we did on spiritual spirit. So it was about really the watch from of the credit scenes, the opening credits. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I was like, I was like, oh, cool. It was, it was, it was really neat to to kind of do that. And we just talked about that, uh, like the week before, mm-hmm. on our podcast. So it was, it was a really cool transition for me to go to watch this. And it was like right after it came out. I think it came out February third on Netflix. Yeah, this is a Netflix movie. You yeah. guys this is on Netflix, and it's it's Norwegian. So when you you know when you watch it, it's automatically dubbed. This is it's worth it to go ahead and switch it to the original language mm-hmm. and, and watch it. I watched both. I watched it dubbed first and then I watched it in subtitles and I liked it better in subtitles. I, generally, that's the thing. You get the you get the acting better yeah. and stuff like that. But I don't know. I dug I dug this. This was this was a lot of and the special effects in it were pretty good. Yeah. I didn't have to roll my eyes, you know, I was like Right. And this was I enjoyed this. Right. So your your favorite part was the story. What did you what did you like about the story? You gave that a nine. I, I liked that um well I don't want to I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it. The the police chief's daughter. She was the yeah. police chief, wasn't she? Was she a police yeah. chief? Yeah, I liked, or, yeah, sheriff or whatever the the constable or. I won't say she was like, the daughter was picked on, but I liked her story, the journey of when she realized, what was going to happen, what's happening to her. You know, she's slowly, turning into that wolf. I liked that. I like. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I chuckled, when, they're hunting the other one, in the um, was it the caves. And they're they're outside with their guns. They're running towards it. And yeah. And that bit, I, I like that part. I made me chuckle. Um, and I really dug the creepy old guy. Yeah. And there's something about I don't know who he was because this was a foreign film. I didn't know anybody in it. Yeah. Um, uh, no. I, yeah. I didn't recognize anybody anybody in the cast. Yeah. This there's a lot of aspects of this film that just it wasn't yeah, bad at all for a Netflix. You know, film. By, you know, by looking at it, this is a werewolf movie. Hmm. And, um, 
you know, of course it's, you know, it's spreading like a virus. So other people are getting it. And yeah, this guy shows up. Who's like this ancient Van Helsing type dude. That's been hunting (laughs) werewolves. He was missing an arm, wasn't he? Yeah. He was like missing half an arm and, and trying to tell him werewolves are real. You got to believe me. And he's all looking like, you know, fresh off the homeless truck. And it was just kind of like, um, it was like, okay, dude, whatever, crazy guy. Um, and then, you know, and then all hell breaks loose. But I, you know, I dug the CGI I on the world. I dug the transformation scene. And that's kind of my, yeah. that's my marker for a good werewolf movie is I want to see a good transformation scene. Well, she's on the bus. I really yeah. like that. that. That was the one that uh-huh. I, that I liked. Yeah. But. Yeah, you know, and then you get you get some really good, you know, some really good acting. And I want to point out the the mom, and it was this was she turns and there's like this werewolf right there in her face, in her face, and her eyes because you don't see the werewolf yet, but you see her turn and her eyes just super wide. Yeah, and and you guys like maximize that screen and zoom in, and you can see that because you you can see the surprise mm-hmm. and fear on her face. This um, is a, again, I don't know what kind of budget it had for yeah. wherever this movie was from. I wonder yeah. if it was like a higher end movie from where, where Netflix bought it from. Cause it feels like a high end movie. It doesn't feel like a Sharknado. It doesn't feel like an alligator. No, it feels like they put some stuff in there. So it is, it is Norwegian. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a Norwegian movie. Um, and it did make, uh, what did I have? It made 57.7 thousand globally in the box office. So it was released somewhere. It has to be over there. There's no way this was released here. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have a budget on it. Um, but yeah, but yeah, just you know, you some of the effects. Yeah, that looks great. I was like, dude. Yeah, I was. Oh. I was happy that you picked this. Yeah. No, me too. I was like, because we were talking about movies to pick, and I was like, you know, hey, I just watched. You know, you said I I watched this movie, and we're like, I was like, okay, let's put this one in, and I was like, hey, have you seen this? And you took a look at it. it was like, yeah, let's watch that, and then so we. We did yeah. that one, but yeah, I was I was glad I picked it too. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, cool. But yeah, it was the it was the trailer that did it for me because I was like, oh, it reminds me of the podcast and what we did. So I actually gave the plot or the trailer a nine. See, I would have never watched it because I would have if I seen it on Netflix, I probably would have just went right past it, expecting it to be Netflix junk. Yeah, because I ain't gonna lie, Netflix eight out of ten times. That Netflix like that. puts out some clunkers. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. and it's really hard. It's really hard to tell. Hey, we got Steve on. What's up, Steve? Well, thanks, Steve, for joining us tonight. Um. So yeah, it's it's kind of one of those ones where you get you get kind of jaded with Netflix, where you're like, mm-hmm. I don't know, if I, you know, if it's straight to Netflix, unless it's Glass Onion or something. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to watch it. But you picked but, another one too that was from Netflix that I had a great time watching. Yeah. So Netflix and this week, they're two for two. Good. Good. I'm glad. 
Um, Cause yeah, I liked him a lot too. And I'm glad you got to see him and you liked yeah. him again. That's another one I would have never watched. Yeah. Yeah. That one caught, that one caught me by surprise. Um, yeah. I hope you get a chance to, to check it out. Yeah, Cause um, yeah, it was, it was a fun watch. If you so, do yeah. watch it sometime next week, come back next week and tell us what you thought. Yeah. So uh, IMDB gave this a 5.1, which I, I think is pretty low. I think I think it, I deserved a better score than that. Um, but as a general rule, IMDb does not score horror movies very well. Yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, kind of the same boat. They gave the critic score on this is 50 and the audience score is 39. So, what? yeah. Again, I was really surprised, but I don't think a lot of people have reviewed it. So I, I think this deserves more more love. Needs to, yeah, I needs do. to come I agree. So you and I both gave this movie a 74. And I'm I think that's a great score for this movie. Yeah. I I think it's well deserving. It's it's exactly what I wanted. It's not reinventing the wheel. No, it's not yeah, it's not reinventing the wheel. There's not there's not anything really unique about it except for the whole legend that you get mm-hmm. which is kind of cool i mean it was really cool for me in the setting too i like the setting and I yeah like i i like the whole norway thing mm-hmm. and i like the yeah That's i just i dug troll. it but the, was it was troll? The, set in troll. Area too and i like yeah. that too yeah i like troll the special effects and troll were really good too it's mm-hmm. got to be something in the water up there yeah but but yeah, no, I, I I dug it. So so yeah, Viking Wolf gets 74. And since you were talking about the other um Netflix movie, let's talk about that. So let's talk about Lou. This was fun. I dug this. This was man, I did not I did not expect this from Allison Janney. And right. Mainly because I mean Allison Janney is becoming rapidly becoming one of my favorite actresses. I enjoy her. I don't know her. I wouldn't know her name if I saw her. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I remember her from I Tanya because she won the Best Supporting Actress for I Tanya, or at least was nominated. I think she won. I don't remember. Um, but uh, and then I saw her in Two Leslie, and I was like. Man, she deserved an Oscar nomination for mm-hmm. that too. She was really good. She was fantastic. She was a bitch in two like, She was such a bitch. I loved her. Yeah. Reminded me of my stepmom. Um <laughs> but this but this movie kind of takes her out of her comfort zone because yeah. I've only seen her do drama and comedy. Yeah, she's in series mom with Anna Ferris. And I really didn't like that series, but I liked her in it. Right. Um, and she's a tall drink of water. Let me tell you, she's, she's a really tall girl, mm-hmm. but to see her in this movie and badass. she was a badass. She was, mm-hmm. she, she kicked total ass. And I, and so this is an action thriller. And, Just kind of, kind of give you an idea what it's about. Um, 
there's you know a woman and her child they're they're renting a place from Lou Lou mm-hmm. kind of owns the property mm-hmm. and but Lou's got a secret I don't want to spoil it <laughs> Lou's got Lou's got something going on yeah but also you know the you got a kind of a, a sleeping with the enemy type of thing where the husband battered the woman and then the husband died in an explosion and so she's trying to rebuild her life with her with her kid but then something happens there's a big storm shit's going down and then you kind of see what's happening you kind of yeah. you get an idea of what's going on and i like that reveal yeah I thought that was a nice little. I don't yeah. want to spoil it, but I'll say twist. Yeah, yeah. I I liked it. I you know, it was it was predictable for me up until this one point where you get this. Oh, holy crap! There's mm-hmm. really more to Lou than you think. Yeah, you know, and not just that she's a badass. There's something else. There's another layer. Yeah, and but, um to have you know to have her going through all this stuff and then trying to help the the girl and her and her child uh it was it was really cool and all this during like this massive yeah. storm like it's almost a hurricane going there's pouring down rain yeah and they're they're doing all this stuff but it was it was this a really a hard cool. movie to talk about without giving away yeah i don't want to give it away because that's the best the yeah. best part is understand is getting the story yeah is getting the, everything so yeah i don't want to i don't want to let too much out of the bag i do like that cabin scene where um she goes in takes her hat off she puts it on the side uh yeah the other side of the cabin where no one can see it she's play this damsel like damsel in distress kind of thing and then, oh, yeah <laughs> well she kind of you know she kind of hobbles up to this cabin and yeah. oh hey i'm so sorry i'm looking for my dog mm-hmm. um but you know i you know they go in the cabin and i'm like oh sh- oh shit it's daniel bernard um in the cabin and he's like one of the great martial arts stunt people actors yeah he did I think he did one of the American Ninja movies, but he's always, he was in the first John Wick movie. Um, he was in Atomic Blonde. He's done like a bunch of these where he's kind of like one of those henchmen that is a really good fighter, but ends up getting killed. So, <laughs> so at that point, I knew that there was going to be some badassery going on. Yeah. That's that a great scene. Yeah, it, it was that whole thing to where it was kind of like a little chess match. It was where they were playing off each other and stuff. And that's where you kind of get, okay, there's, there's something else going on with Lou. It's not just, okay, she's a country girl and she knows how to protect herself. No, there's something else. And this is a great watch. It's really, it's really good. So I think I watched both these movies back to back. Yeah. In one night. Well, yeah. Uh, makes sense. I enjoyed this one right there, but yeah, I, I really like I, I kind of dug, um, I kind of dug the cinematography. I don't think I gave it a great score, I, I don't think I did either, but I, but I liked the 
um, what I do. Oh, I gave it a seven. You gave it an eight. Yeah. So, and that's that's really that's really good for Netflix. Oh yeah. So let's see. Your your high points were well. You're pretty much eights across the board. Yeah, I really liked it. Eight, eight for acting, ending, story, cinematography, direction, and the wild card, which is an action thriller. And I I had two real good high points. I gave a nine to the story because I really liked how the story panned out. And a nine to the wild card because I liked the action in it. I liked the suspense. There was some really good intensity. Um, and then eights for like the plot because I really liked the trailer. Uh, the ending because I liked how the ending happened and the script. I liked the script too. This was a this was a solid movie for me for for Netflix. Yeah, I mean, the action was great. The acting was pretty much good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was a very good watch. Yeah, this is a this was fun. I I I enjoyed this a lot, and it, you know my wife was watching it, and I was like, I I walk by and I'm like, what are you watching? So I, I sat there with her for like ten minutes, and I watched it, and I was like, I got to see this movie from the beginning. <laughs> so, I, so I left, and that's when I was kind of recommending it to. Her. I said, hey, we should watch Lou, and put this in our thing because yeah. I'm like, my wife watched part of it, and I really liked what I watched, so I want to see the whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, I just you know, you got you got those movies like Enough and Sleeping with the Enemy and uh Safe Haven and stuff like that where that's abusive husband and the and the wife runs away and all this kind of stuff and then something happens. So, you know, yeah, so that part happens it happens in all these movies and it's just yeah. like that. So, the, you know, that pretty much was on track. What left the track was, like I said, that that layer, that twist, mm -hmm. where you're like, "Oh crap!" Yeah. And then, you know, and that just—I don't know—that really hooked me. So that's what I really liked about the story was that was that hook right there yeah, that you don't really get until you're like most of the way through, at least it's halfway through the way. way. Yeah, to where you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah," you're like, "Oh crap!" There's so much I didn't know that all of a sudden came to the surface and I'm like, you know, shit. But I, I really liked Allison Janney did a really good job of acting here too. So she did a good job. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really starting to like her as an actress, just a straight up actress. I think if this came to physical release and I found it cheap, I would definitely add this to my collection. Oh yeah. I'll get a physical copy of this if I, if mm -hmm. I can, if it ever comes out. Yeah, this is a great movie. Yeah. I would, I would totally watch this again. Um. All right, so we got one movie left. Look. So IMDb gave this a six point one. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic score sixty eight, and audience score sixty two. I found out that globally it made forty six forty three point seven thousand in the box office, so it was really somewhere. Um, I couldn't get a budget on it. You gave this movie a 69. Yeah. And I gave it a 75. So a total average score of 72. That's a great score. Yeah. For a Netflix I, movie. For a Netflix movie. I mean, it, what, I mean, we gave Viking Wolf a higher score, but, and I think it was deserving of that. But mm -hmm. I, Lou, Lou is definitely one to take a yeah. look at and watch. So you guys, if you get a chance, Lou is on Dude. Netflix, available right now. 
And it's not a long movie either. It isn't. No, it's an hour yeah. and a half. It's it's quick. It's really good pace. It's point. Yeah. It's not no Babylon. Uh, no, it is not Babylon. It is not a marathon. It's a sprint. Um. All right. I think we've got one more left, brother. Yeah, we do. Okay. So let's let's get into this one because I have some I have some issues with this one. You do. So so we watched Emancipation. I I'm just gonna put it out there. I really liked this movie. Yeah, I I I I liked it, but I didn't love it. And um, so so first off, um, I gotta tell you that this this movie does not deserve the hate that it yeah. that it got. And I think that yeah. hate comes from Will Smith. That hate comes from Will Smith. And I was going to ask you that question. I think, I think people hated on this movie because of Will Smith, because of his issue that mm-hmm. happened at the last Oscars. Yeah. Otherwise, I could I think- see this. You know, when when you see the scores that are given for this thing from IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, you got to go. There's no. There's no freaking way. It has to be. It has to be because of the personal feelings toward Will Smith, mm-hmm. and I see that. But, um, I you know we'll tell you it says it's inspired by true events, and I I know about this story, and the only event that this is based on is the picture. Yeah, and I will, and I'll throw it to this. So it's actually the one where his backs to. The camera so so the story of the civil war is they they took a picture of this guy they only knew him as peter and he just had whip marks across the back and it became like the the catalyst for the civil war for for freeing the slaves and doing all that um but they didn't know anything about him because basically he showed up he said his name was peter where he ran from they saw the marks on his back they took his picture and he became like the poster boy mm-hmm. for the Civil War. And then he was gone. Peter disappeared, yeah. presumably to go and find his family. Um, so Antoine Fuqua and whoever wrote this thing created this entire movie, this feature film, basically about a picture. Yeah. And what little they knew about, about that slave who was in the picture. But I I have never seen a I'm gonna I'm gonna call it this seemed like a one man army movie. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Centered around a slave in the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And and I thought I thought that was that was kind of refreshing. That was actually kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um because usually it's just you know the the slave runs and hides and 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 gets away to where he's free but you know I will say this about Will Smith's character he stood up for for himself he fought back and you know that was part of the reason why he was beaten so much as a slave and that that's the kind of the story that they tell not to not to spoil it for you guys but if you get a chance this is worth a watch oh yeah I hope um, this probably won't get a release, but if no. it does, uh, I'll jump all over it. 
I'll get it. I'll get a physical release of this. Because the cinematography um, in this was beautiful. I yeah. love the look of it. Oh man, this black and so, white with just a hint. Yeah, I was gonna say the look of it was it was almost black and white, just a mm -hmm. just a hint of color mm -hmm. in it. It looked amazing in 4K. Um, yeah, it was it was nice. I got I got to tell you, I had I had some issues with Apple TV Plus because it was the first movie I watched, and it kept buffering and having trouble loading, and it was kind of frustrating. Um, but I really enjoyed the movie. And on top of that, it is not that long. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just a hair over two hours mm -hmm. two twelve, I think. Um, and, um, I tell you, you know, normally I don't, I don't really like those movies. Like I know 12 years of slave was, this, you know, this epic movie. I didn't really care for it. And I was expecting emancipation to be like that. Um, and the first half hour it was. Mm -hmm. So the first half hour of this movie, I was not having it. I wasn't enjoying it. I wasn't, I wasn't entertained. But once, once he escaped and once all this stuff was happening, you kind of get to know uh, Peter as, as a survivalist. <laughs> then... I was enjoying, and then I liked the movie, and I really like Ben Foster in this. I think, oh, he's such. I think he is. An, he is an amazing actor. He, yeah, he totally uh, overshadows anybody he's up against mm -hmm. when he's acting. Because, yeah, but he he absolutely kills it in every movie he does, and it's no different here. He was spectacularly Ooh. an asshole. Oh, he plays an asshole perfectly in this in this movie, but but with respect. Because it wasn't like he and I the only way I could put it is he he wasn't like the he wasn't of the belief that the slaves were lesser people, which is how they're kind of portrayed in some movies. But he kind of had a grasshopper to ant mentality mm -hmm. where he says, if we if we allow them to rise against us, they're going to take us over. Yeah. So because they are they are that type of people. So we need to keep them beaten down in order to, you know, remain in, in that, you know, remain in that authoritative state. Um, and I rarely have I seen a, a movie about slavery or about the civil war actually say it like that. Yeah. And I, and I thought I, that was my favorite part. Um, I think my favorite part of the movie, it's just one scene. Um, and it's powerful when he's hiding in the tree. And that other dude's up in the tree. He's up in the tree, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, and then yeah. they bring him down. And then Ben Foster's all over him. And you just see the look of pure terror on Will Smith's face. Mm -hmm. You're like, please don't give me up. Please don't give me up. Please don't give me up. And the dude dies. Yeah. He doesn't give him up. Yeah. God, Will Smith is such a good actor. I know what he did was wrong. Um, he should face some sort of punishment for what he did. But his acting ability is so off the charts in this movie. I think Hollywood media need to forgive because we've forgiven people who's done far worse. You've given rapists more forgiveness than you've given Will Smith. 
Yeah. That's just my take. Yeah. He he's he slapped Chris Rock. In a moment of weakness. Every man has had a moment of weakness at some point in their life. Whether yeah. it's an act of violence, yeah. whether and, it's and word. I'm sorry, Chris Rock has already forgiven him. Yeah. So what are we doing? Yeah. He's I'm sorry, that's because he's with us. makes millions of dollars. We see yeah. him on the big screen. So he's still a man that yeah. has mental health issues. We've all had mental health issues. Yeah. You know, a celebrities ain't immune to that. Yeah. Just look at Ezra Miller. No. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. I mean, and, you know, regardless of how you view that actor as a person, there's no denying his ability on camera. Yeah. I mean, it's like Mel Gibson or Tom Cruise or, yeah. you know, those guys to where you're like, okay, I mean, I like that person as a, as a human being, but as an actor, whew. Yeah. And that's what I'm here for. Yep. I, I was I was there for Will Smith, the actor. I wasn't there for the person who slapped Chris Rock. I don't. Yeah. That has nothing to do with me. I'm over it. Yeah. I was over and it. Real, and really, everyone else should be over it. Yeah. Um. I'm but, off my now. That's okay. I. But I'm I'm glad you brought that up. I I have I have kind of a similar view. So, okay. So let's. Let, let's go to our scores. So your your tens were, I mean, pretty much the, the first five. So cast, acting, plot, ending, story, and cinematography, all tens. Yeah. My tens were an, an ending and the wild card as a drama. And then I gave nines to cinematography and acting. No question. Did you give the, the cinematography a nine because of your black and white issue? Yes. Okay, I, I was wondering if that was why. Yeah, you did I mean, that. I still i I really liked the cinematography, but it was you know it was just a hair. It was you know the I have I have issues with black and white. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't care for it. Um, and I you know I I don't think he was trying too hard though with it. There are some movies where you there it's black and white because they're trying too hard to be artistic. Yeah. But that wasn't, that wasn't the case. Antoine Fuqua, he was trying to be, he was trying to be in the period. Yeah. That's kind of what I got. He was trying to be in the 1860s. Yeah. And it was, it, like I said, the whole thing was gray, like gray all the way through and just hints of color here and there. He did training there, right? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the um, one doing the Michael Jackson biopic. Yeah. Yeah, I think we talked about that last time. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so so let's take let's take a look at it. So the budget on this was 120 million. Um, of course, it was just released to Apple TV Plus. Yeah. IMDb gave this a 6.1. Rotten Tomato critics score 46 percent. Audience score fifty five percent. Like I said, I think this is about personal hate than it is about acting ability or the movie itself. Um, you gave this movie a ninety one, and I gave it an eighty one. So total average score of eighty six. Good score. That's the highest score of the week, right? No, um, Babylon won. 
the highest oh. score of the week. I, I love this movie. Um, I think I'm not gonna lie, man. There's parts where I teared up just because you know you see what Will Smith was going through. Yeah, no, it got me at the end. I I really I, I you know with the whole you know searching for his family and doing mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, the whole you know the whole thing at the end that that got me teared up. So I, I really like the ending. Yeah, I do too. And there's that moment where he's on his knees. Ben Foster's got his gun on him. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. You know, I, I, that was tough to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And there's one point, I ain't gonna lie, the sci fi in me, when he's in the, um, when he finds that makeshift cabin thing or the boat. I was hoping like a skunk ape was gonna come through there. Oh, a little Bigfoot action. <laughs> yeah. Mm hmm. And you oh, see that. That'd be funny, or just have it in the background. Not yeah. even, not even acknowledge it in the movie. Just have a little, mm-hmm. little skunk ape or some some Bigfoot action in the background. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, I would, I would have lost my shit. Me too. Um. Okay. So, so yeah. So let's let's recap. So our our winner this week was Babylon with an eighty nine point five, and then followed by Emancipation with an eighty six. See both those movies, guys. Yep. Um, Viking Wolf with a 74. And then Lou with a 72. And bringing up the rear, there's something wrong with this movie yeah. with a 54. But that's it. I think we're done, brother. Yeah. Do you want to tell them what the movies are next week? Yeah, let's do that. So next week, um, and I think we're gonna stay. I think we're gonna stay on Wednesdays. Yeah, I like Wednesdays. Uh, yeah. It works. So next Wednesday, six p.m. Pacific, eight p.m. Central, nine Eastern. We're gonna look at Empire of Light, Sharper, on uh, Apple TV Plus. Cocaine Empire Light is on the theater HBO now. Max. What's that? Empire, Empire Light is on HBO Max. That's right. Empire of Light on HBO Max. Sharper on Apple TV Plus. Cocaine Bear, which is in theaters now. Spoiler Alert, which is on Peacock. And Puss in Boots, which is about to be on Peacock, right? Yeah, yeah it should be there sometime this week or next week. But uh, but yeah, Puss in Boots just came out on physical release this mm-hmm. week. So, um, so yeah, we're going to take a look at those next week. And then that's it. I think we're out of here, brother. Yeah. Again, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for taking an hour or so out of your day, your evening, and spending it with us, two knuckleheads, talking movies, because that's what we love to do. So I thank you for that. Harrison's been wanting to see Puss in Boots. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. But we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, I haven't seen it yet. We'll definitely talk about it next week. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for, for watching. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I like our time this week. Our Me too. We're a little bit over an hour. That's awesome. So you guys feel free to check this out on Spotify. It should be available tomorrow or iHeartRadio or Amazon Music. And then, you know, check out our past episodes on Spotify because Anchor sponsors us to take the audio portion of this broadcast and put it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music for free. So definitely check that out. I also want to throw a special shout out to StreamYard 
StreamYard takes our live cast and puts it on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, not for free. I'm paying for it. But um, it is worth it. It's a really cool service. Um, do and, but job. you have a free system that's the, that you can use where you can actually put it on one um, that's on the one one I use. media channel. I use the free one. Yeah, so it's definitely worth it just for the free one. And a lot yeah. of people use that. Um, I really appreciate it. And if you guys get a chance, check out scarednetwork.tv and subscribe there. Check out the Spirits of Spirits podcast, which runs once a week. And uh, we've got seven or eight episodes on there now. So hopefully you guys can check that out. I think we're out of here, brother. Yeah, man. Talk to you guys later. All right. You guys be safe. Take care. And we'll see you next week. See you.